look at them, the kangaroos. They're like some bonza dog dude, but I, I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, you. I don't know what I'm doing. No, and I bet you've put some didgeridoo noises in the background of this as well, haven't you? I have now. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest stop on the Dot Let's Chat Summer Roadshow, which is coming from this week. De definitely Australia. Yeah, I've been meaning to ask you how how does the we didn't we start with a like a community service premise on this? How how have we ended up in America and Australia doing community service? Welcome to the Dollar Chart Summer Roadshow. I'm Ben Baker. And I'm Australian Phil Catterall. I am upside down. Oh, how will my hat stay on? Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not wearing a hat. <laughs> uh, we've come to Australia, definitely. Don't look it up, we're definitely there. Yeah. When we did come to Australia, we did pass some rather amusing places. We did. And that's quite fortunate for today's first chart. It is. Um, our, our first list is from commercialrealestate.com.au and it's... Big fan, big fan. It's the weirdest Australian place names, uh, specifically in Queensland rather than all of oh. Australia. But don't worry, that does not limit the comedy. Uh, I feel I should do an amnesty before we start. This isn't sneering, this is just uh, a comedy list. If, you, if you're interested, I live... On back Fanny Street, he does. I actually live on, across from Fanny Street, and I have when I've got the window open when it's really hot during the day, I hear people all the time going <laughs> Fanny Street. So trust me, I know all about comedy. You do. Things. You do. There's a butt lane as well. Yeah, butt lane. There's, there was um, where, where I used to live in Grantham, just around the corner. There was a street called Court Road. Which uh, was frequently vandalised. Shit, Harlan. <laughs> Australian place names. Number one. Number one. Yorkie's Knob. <laughs> it sounds a bit like Greyfriars Bobby, doesn't it? It does a bit, yeah. I mean, the, so to be clear, this this is described as Queensland's most famous knob because it is also home to Two Mile Knob, <laughs> Quality Knob, Iron Knob, Scrubby Knob, and also. The knob. So, um. This is what they're gonna do now, all the Avengers have died. That's <laughs> the new lineup. <laughs> so, Yorkie's knob, you'll be pleased to learn, Ben, is named after a, a Yorkshireman, George Yorkie Lawson. So, there you go. It is named after his knob, I suppose. That is. At <laughs> two! At two, Mount Surprise. I mean, it bloody would be! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'll fight like you! <laughs> no, surprise. I mean, what is there a surprise? No, not really. It's, it's, the most surprising thing about it, it says here, is how low it is. It's just 453 metres above sea level, which is quite low for a mountain. I suppose, but I'm still all right for climbing it. Yeah. I would put some up there, though. Like, you know, say, like, it is called Mount Surprise. You get up there, and, you know, it's a piece of paper. As you just open it, it says... Boom. <laughs> yeah, so your, your dog's adopted. The dog's adopted. The town itself consists of a pub, a cafe, two petrol stations, a small store, a gem shop, a police station, and two, two caravan parks. So there you go. I mean, I'm glad they found room for a gem shop, yeah. because I wouldn't be worried otherwise. 
At three. At three, Stonehenge. It's not it's not that one, it's a different one. But has it got rocks like Stonehenge? It's got some rock formations. <laughs> you know what that looks like? Stonehenge. Yeah. Has he got a name? No. <laughs> oh, we should call it oh. Stonehenge. Um. Rock pile. It's oh, like it it's like NCN. Bart trying to imagine somewhere more exciting than the box factory, isn't it? We should call it <laughs> Stonehenge. Oh no, it's broken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is is it is it recommended for pagans? Do you do you imagine? No, it, it doesn't. It it just says you can tour rock formations on the four wheel drive John Egan Pioneer track. So there you go. I like the idea that they actively encourage pagans to leave. <laughs> Anyone turns up mistaken going, No! No Celtic mysticism here! Get in your four-wheel drive and drive yeah. off. Yeah. Four! Four. Humpy bong. So this was apparently... Uh, the, the place name was derived from the Aboriginal word for shelter. Um, it has a yacht club, which hosts an annual regatta called Humpy Bash. I, I, again, it's like, where I'm from doesn't have a yacht club, so, you know, all powers here, Humpy Bong. <laughs> Did Richard Kind voice him in No. I, <laughs> I think he should have done, yes. Yeah. Whilst opening a box from George Clooney. <laughs> Move on. At five. Burp and Gary. He's like, wash and go. It's, it's... Burp so, and Gary. It is another Aboriginal word. Uh, Burpengar, yeah. which means the place of the green wattle. So, Burpengarry, yeah. 35 kilometres from Brisbane. There you go. Uh, which bit do you prefer? I prefer the burp to the Gary. <laughs> yeah, because it makes, it's making you think of Gary Davis from the yeah, Top yeah. of the Pops repeats, isn't it? Oh. Oh, why is he dressed like that? It's a youth programme. Stop dressing like you're a Mormon. Or, or like you're on your way somewhere else. Take your jacket off. Yeah, 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 you stop it. It's rude. He's not going to feel the benefit. <laughs> Six. Little Ugly Creek. I, I feel bad already. It's like, oh, he's little, he's ugly, and he's got a creek. Well, but, no, that bit's not as bad, but the first two are quite sad. Well, he, he solves small, unpleasant-looking murders with the assistance of tiny Caroline Quinton. <laughs> <laughs> And they both smell more or less the same. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, has has the creek done nothing good for twenty years or <laughs> So yeah, it's um it's not clear whether the it says here whether the creek is ugly and little or it's only a little bit ugly. Wow, um, wow. There's no picture of the actual creek, so I can't tell you. Um No. I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure I'm the sort of person to judge. <laughs> Australia's hottest creeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm the man to ask, I'm no, sorry. <laughs> no. That's fair. That's uh, fair. Seven. Seven. Wonglepong. <laughs> so so this is it's it, this is a rural area named after the local railway station that was built in 1927. Uh, it's said to be an Aboriginal name, but it's not. The other ones have just straight up said this is an Aboriginal word that means this. This is like it's said to be an Aboriginal name, which means is someone trying to sort of rationalise the fact that someone built a railway station and, went, and was just so sick of everything. You know, it's called it's called Wonglepong. Yeah, Wonglepong. Um, bugger off. Wonglepong. Bugger off and let me build the next one. Wonglepong. Yeah, yeah um, no, there's a lot of things you could just chalk up to. Yeah, yeah, so Aboriginal. Aboriginal says, yeah. 
But it's called Piss Off Boss. Yeah, no, I don't make the rules up. It's Aboriginal. Apparently, it's it's close to another town uh, called Bidadaba. Oh, dear. I, I, I miss the mid-90s ragga scene. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't. I really don't. <laughs> Eight. Eight banana. Hey, I like that. That's. Uh, I'm gonna say that's straightforward, but no, it's quite bent in the middle. Uh, hey. Hey. So it's uh, it's named after a bullock that was called banana. I mean, and there's a statue of the bullock uh, in the town. I mean, again, so, there's, a, there's so many questions here. Yeah. One, who looks at a bullock and goes, I, you know what? I'll name that one Kumquat, <laughs> that one Tangerine, and this one. It's very clearly a banana. What made you think of a banana? I don't know. Penis. I don't it's know penis. What... It's just... Is it? I don't even know that. It's just like... No. Anyway. Maybe, maybe it was split down the middle and slightly peeping out. <laughs> just, does it Does it say why this bullet was special? No. It just says... Because it was made out of banana. It's just named after Banana the Bullock. Banana the Bullock. Never far away. <laughs> By the way, he probably is. Cause he's dead. <laughs> But there's a statue, so it's fine. Anyway, let's let's crack on. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine, Giant's Garden, which is near Giant Steps in the Lamington National Park. Um, it's just called Giant's Garden. It's got some big trees in it. I mean, it? I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'll, I've... It's not as good as Wongle Pong. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not as good as Banana. I think they've, they've made a mistake leaving this one. Giant's Garden. I remember when they did truly madly some garden. <laughs> and, and, no, there's not much to work on of that one, I've got to be honest. Uh, dear, but maybe there will be. And the final one, the 10th most ridiculous Queensland place name, which is... Mount Breast. Mount Breast? Who am I? Sammy Shrink from Wizard and Chips. Mount Breast. Mount Breast is quite near Banana, apparently. Smashing. Um, I mean, Queensland has some other mountains. Uh, They're called things like Mount Petty, Mount Blowhard, Mm. and Mount Mistake. See, I'd have have had that number nine. Mount Mistake? (laughs) I mean, that sounds like one of those sort of 60s American sitcoms we never got. <laughs> Golly, Sarge, done put the underpants in with the starch again. Oh, that's what it's like on Mount Mistake. Meep, meep. Mount Mistake was the uh, the working title for My Two Dads. <laughs> <laughs> the final title, of course, being Greg Evergan Gets Pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brackets, tech war soon, Greg. Brackets. <laughs> I feel like we devote too much time on this podcast to my two dads, Ben. I really think we do. It's never enough. Could be worse. We could be constantly talking about... <laughs> bleep that, bleep that. <laughs> Throw some more soil burgers on the griddle, Brace. Yeah, great babby. It must be at least oh, a day since we last had one here in Veggie Street. Well, we wanted to celebrate Joe getting out of hospital and the fact that the police aren't after him anymore. I feel as though nothing can spoil our happiness. I'll get it. Yes? No. Darling, it's our son, Carrot Top. He's in hospital. He's in a coma. <gasps> What are the chances? Chances are your son could spend the rest of his life as a vegetable. 
Right, well, Struth, Cobbler, that certainly was uh, fair. Uh, no, not Dickenham. Well, it's not like actual Australians speak like that anyway, is it? It's not like... No, I know, know but at all... least if you're going to parody it, then... Uh... I, well, I, I think parody is a strong term for the things I do. Have you got a quiz this week, Ben, at the risk of laying the format of the show a little bit? Well, I do, and funnily enough, I, I have been trying to pick up on Australian culture and lingo and stuff by watching a documentary series uh-huh. all about Australian life called No God Neighbours. 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 I've been watching Neighbours. I've been Googling Neighbours <laughs> and going, is this what happened in the 28 years since I stopped watching? <laughs> <laughs> Weird, like the characters you go like, are they back in it? Like, th- it's like you know, yeah, no, this, uh, and it's always Steph and Dennis. Anyway, <laughs> so for this one, it's a bit stereotypical, but neighbours had all the mad plot lines, and I couldn't uh, resist doing a quiz, which was real neighbours plot line or not. Okay. Uh, so five of these real, five are not. Uh, you simply tell me which one it is. Okay. Number one, Susan Kennedy slips on some milk. That's not all, <laughs> and forgets the last thirty years of her life. <laughs> Okay, now, I know I seem to do this a lot, but I do remember this one. I've, that This is about when I stopped watching it, but it was just, she forgets that Carl had had an affair, doesn't she? And goes back to being like a high school kid at, yeah, so yes, that's a real one. Yeah, she, she thinks she's 16, and he, I like this, further confusion was caused when she accidentally wandered into a 70s party. Oh, oh. Hilarious. Uh, yeah, number two, Paul Robinson is arrested when a spiked laxative drink makes him Todd in the middle of Ramsey Street. <laughs> I don't think that's a real one, Ben. I think <laughs> I think if it involves I, poo, that's... it's probably one you made up. <laughs> Todd? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is fake. Uh, but uh, Harold Bishop did try to strangle him. Okay. Uh, recently, apparently. For a reason. Reasons. Yeah. Number three, TV puppet Alf. No. No, come on, let me get to the end of it. <laughs> okay, fine. TV puppet Alf was one of the series' many celebrity cameos in a dream sequence Clive Gibbons has when accidentally smelling some gas. No, it's not real. Some gas. Some, some gas. gas. <sighs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I had to get a bit of Alf in this week. No, but weirdly, funny. like you look at some of the cameos that have been in there, uh, like Chris Law from the Pet Shop Boys. Right. Tim Vine's been on it. Yeah. Lily Allen's been on it. I didn't know that one. And and, and an in character Lou and Andy from Little Britain <laughs> are in the background of a scene. Clive James was in it once, wasn't he, as a postman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, there's honestly, you go on Wikipedia. There's about hundred famous people who've been in it. Nice. Just because they want to be. Janet Street Port has been in it. No, shame. Yeah, but sadly no Alf uh, as yet. Give it time. Weirdly, Clive Gibbons is an 80s character. Do you remember him from the 80s? I don't. Uh, he, he was a doctor. Right. And he had a gorilla gram. Uh, of course he did. 
Yeah. Uh, he's gone back. He's in it now because I was looking for my character. Wait, he's not there because he's in it again, apparently. He's current. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Number four. When her dog goes missing, a character accuses her Chinese neighbours of eating it. Oh, I think that's real. It is real. 1993, the character Julie Martin, the actress who played her, hated that storyline so much. She, uh, she fought hard against filming it. So they killed her off. <laughs> I think that Chinese family are like one of the shortest lived sets of characters in Neighbours because they clearly didn't know what to do with non-white people in Neighbours. So... <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Lou Carpenter bumps his head at a Speedway event and starts to believe he's George Harrison from the Beatles. He is only convinced otherwise when Madge manages to get a call to the real George, who is alive back then and not like dead and that as he is like now, because that'd be weird if if it happened now. I wouldn't be surprised to find out George Harrison had done some sort of cameo, but I don't think Lou bumped his head and thought he was George Harrison. So I'm going to say that's fake. It is fake. It is, but number six, Toadfish accidentally drives off a cliff five minutes after his wedding. No, that's real. <laughs> that one's real. I remember that. Yeah, he took his eyes off to kiss his new bride and drove off a cliff. And she dies. No, she dies, but then apparently uh, she comes back about 20 years later, but it's not what? her, it's someone pretending to be her, who is <laughs> mental and thinks she actually is her. Yeah, I spent a long time down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Soaps, man. Soaps. Good. Number seven. Harold Bishop and Henry Ramsey form an a cappella group called the Erin's Buddies, but split when Henry suggests doing the boiler by the specials featuring Rhoda. <laughs> oh, I wish that was real, but that that's fake. That's fake. <laughs> if you just left off that last, like you can't I know, resist, I can the resist joke, it. can you? <laughs> I can resist. Oh. Number eight, Jim Robinson does magic mushrooms and starts to hallucinate some pigs. Please tell me that's a real one. It is. <laughs> 992, Jim Robinson and his friend Doug Willis made an unfortunate culinary decision on a camping trip leading to strange pig-based hallucinations. <laughs> and I have watched the clip, but it is ridiculous. There is no, yeah... And that is why he went on to find the island. That is... Yes, that, is, that, is, that was the reason. That, w- that was his, that uh, was that was his uh, inciting incident. Yeah. yeah. Number nine. Lucy Robinson falls down a drain and goes blind. Yes, real one. Yeah, it was the original Lucy, Kylie Flinker. Right. Worst name. <laughs> Uh, she was eventually found, but left temporarily blinded by the incident. And then, as she was recovering, a dog fell into the water and drowned. <laughs> so, Guy Pierce, that's his name, yep. the actor Guy Pierce, I've heard of him. Uh, bought her a new puppy called Bouncer. Oh, Bouncer has an origin story. There we go. Yeah. Replacement for Sewer Dog. Uh, yes. And ten, the final one in this neighbour's uh, quiz for all the beans. Bouncer the dog shot on the sofa and it really stunk. I feel that on occasion you're rushing these final questions, man. <laughs> there is a certain air of that'll do to this one. No, it's just 
I have a very childish sense of humour. Yeah, okay, that's, it's not a real No, one. but he did have a dream sequence where he married next door's dog. He did have a dream <laughs> sequence. Yep. Which was the original question. I'm like, no, you'll know that one. So I had to swap it for... No, no, yeah. everyone knows that Well one. done, you have lived some life. <laughs> You've watched some television. Why is Kylie called Bruiser? Why did Craig wear a dress? Alan's battle to marry his Miss Australia in the sun revealed the bizarre secrets of the neighbour stars. You've seen us all on television. Now read about our private lives. In the sun, plus free beer. Uh, the sun's giving away 25,000 homebrew kits absolutely free. That's a million pints. In the sun this week. And our final uh, list, go blimey governor. Oh, wait, no, it's, it's different. It's different. <laughs> Apples and stairs. No, that's... Oh, I keep getting it wrong. Which one's a Del Boy? <laughs> Is he in Australia? No. Oh, it's not him, then. These diction lessons I got from George Clooney were for nothing! <laughs> you sound just like Margaret Thatcher, though, so it's fine. I did. Um, I did, did, did. <laughs> what is our final Australian-based list for today? Our final Australian-based list is nomadsworld.com's top 17 Australian foods. Oof. Number one. Number one is, is Vegemite. Everyone's heard of Vegemite. Ugh. It's like Marmite, but unpleasant. Well, I think Marmite's unpleasant as well. It's all... No, incorrect. We've, it's... We've, I'm not having this conversation with you. It's Marmite, but worse. So, no. Vegem Vegemite. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you might. No. no. Um, yeah, it's awful. I hate it. It's despicable. You Can you still buy it over here? Not a clue. Probably. You can, you can buy more things over here now. Number two. Number two, fairy bread. I mean, that sounds like with them place names from earlier. It, it does a bit. So all it is is white bread that's been buttered and then sprinkled with hundreds and thousands. <laughs> that sounds... All right, actually, sounds pretty good. Yeah, sugary bread. Well, that is someone who's gone, oh, God, I ain't got any more kids. But I do have hundreds and thousands and some yeah. bread. It, it does say that you, you're unlikely to actually encounter it unless you're at a children's party. So, you know, there. I, I'll be happy to go to children's parties if it means I can have that. God, <laughs> three. At three, Tim Tams. I've heard of these. I don't think I've ever had one, but they are, yes. The chocolate... Yeah, a bit like a bit like a penguin. Ah, OK. Uh, it is a reference that turns up in the comedy things I like. Yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, and that is OK. Number four. Number four, meat pies. I don't think that's particularly... Australian meat. Australian? <laughs> well, I suppose it depends if it's been a list by someone from outside Australia who's gone, I've never seen one. I've never seen a meat pie. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it's more American, are more familiar with, like, a pie with fruit in rather than a pie with meat in. But well, surely, they, yeah. how can you not have a meat pie? What's, what's, that's very strange. Anyway. Five. At five, Anzac biscuits. Oh, I love Anzac biscuits. You used to better get me Morrison's and I haven't oh, seen them for ages. Okay. Yeah. But I love Anzac biscuits. They're kind of like, a bit of everything really, aren't yeah. they? They're very hardy. It, it's coconut, golden syrup and oats, it says here. So. Yeah. It's based around the Anzac, obviously the soldiers and the yeah Australian and New Zealand Army Corps that fought yeah. together during World War One. So yeah, these were sent sent off with the soldiers to World War One. Um, is a is something that that would keep. <laughs> ah right, okay. Well, I could see that definitely. <laughs> uh, at six, six chicken parmigiana. So I'm... in. 
It's something that Australia and Middlesbrough have in common. That what? Have a have a have a chicken parmo. Right. It's it's a chicken schnitzel topped with tomato sauce and melted cheese. I think uh, over here you're more likely to get a bechamel sauce than a tomato sauce. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that that sort of thing. Is that a very Australian thing? Seems very hot. <laughs> apparently, yeah, apparently you, you often find it in pubs. Loads of pubs have a Palmer night where you can get a, a decent prize chicken Palmer with a beer. So there you go. Mm, actually, that sounds quite decent. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's seven. <laughs> seven. Fish and chips. Um, I mean, look, given that it was settled by people from England, they've obviously brought fish and chips with them, so fine. Um, yeah, they've bought cricket, fish and chips, and uh-huh. murder. <laughs> <laughs> They're the, they're the main British exports. Yeah, pretty much, sadly. Um, <laughs> number eight. Number eight, pavlova. Is that an Australian thing? They, apparently the Aussies and the Kiwis fight over who invented it. Um, <laughs> All right. But yeah, you'll find it. You'll find them in cake shops and bakeries, in supermarket oh, chains. But yeah, it is a... Too much for me. I, I, I like marzipan. It. I like it. No, it's not marzipan. Not marzipan. Meringue. Uh... Meringue, that's the word, yes. Yeah. Right. Meringue, I was wrong, yes. Very good. Thank you, Scotchy. Uh, number nine. Beetroot. Uh, Australians put beetroot in burgers and sandwiches and salads. So, much like everyone else seems to put tomato in there. Okay, because so, yeah. they're all right in a salad and stuff like that, fair enough. But on a burger. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I'd rather have beetroot than tomato on a burger because beetroot doesn't have those horrible tiny little seeds that are the worst thing that has ever existed on a burger or in a sandwich. Why Why does everyone put tomatoes in sandwiches? Why? I, 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 I like tomatoes, sorry. Well, you're, you're incorrect. But I must admit, you. I'd rather have like a mini vine tomato on the side. I, I prefer that than I can choose to put it in the bin. Tomato. <laughs> Marmite Honestly. prick. Number ten. <laughs> Number ten. Witchetty grubs. That no. Yeah. Just... Apparently they they taste like chicken and contain as much protein as an entire piece of steak. Eleven. Barbecues, which I mean, we've been quite specific um, with food up to now. This is actually a method of cooking. I think they've. Uh, yeah. I feel yeah. this list has been improperly constructed. But anyway, barbecues. It's a it's a top seventeen, and they went no. There's no one can take out of this. It's oh go. <laughs> Number twelve skillet. <laughs> Number 12, fire. <laughs> Biting. The concept of food. Um, but, but upside down. Sausage smells. <laughs> yeah, let's not spend too much more time on barbecue because, you know, it's a barbecue. There's nothing interesting there. No, Move on. Fair. 12. Kangaroo. We're back on board. Oh, again, it's uh, people. The kangaroo burgers tend to turn up at those like fairs yeah. and stuff like that. You know, and, like it's quite like nice. venison burgers and yeah, it's it's nice. It's kangaroo. I I have had a kangaroo burger. It was enjoyable. Apparently, it's quite lean compared to beef. So okay, it is it is better for you. I I would recommend kangaroo if you can. Get, if you can catch it, <laughs> if you can catch it, Way. and it is not kangaroo Jack, and it beats you up yeah. and steals your wallet in a film whose trailer massively misrepresented what the film was about. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Emu. Uh, I I remember I was. Eating emu, and it turned out it was a fella's arm. I was going to say it tastes like pork because you're eating Rod Hull's arm. Yeah, yeah, but he don't need it now, does he? No. Oh, 
it's a weird thing over at Emu equals Rod Hull. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> further for us equals green jelly. Yeah. So it's just basically like, how would we Emu with green jelly? With green it's, jelly, yeah. While yeah, screeching. It's, no, it's fully operational. <laughs> it's one of my favourite things ever. Oh. 14! 14. Barramundi. Barramundshausen? No. So this is, uh, it's an Aboriginal name for a type of sea bass that's found in Australia. Um, okay. Is it, it a particularly ill-tempered sea bass? No, no. It translates as large-scaled silverfish. Um, it's apparently... That is quite, it's just quite specific as a translation. Apparently it's very, very nice. So if you're in Australia, do, do try the Barramundi. Yeah, with chips. 15! Lamingtons. Can that's another name I think I've heard. Yeah, it's a sponge cake. It's a square sponge oh, cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with, yeah, I've seen that. Lot they of, do make it over here, but yeah, not often. A lot of coconut. Um, yeah, I'm not a coconut fan either. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks quite nice, the one they've got. It's just a sponge... Two, it's it's a, a two-layer sponge cake with uh, with some cream in the middle. And, yeah, covered in coconut. Yeah. I'd eat that. Yeah, that's fair. I know it's only very controversial. I know bringing me controversial opinions onto coconut the podcast opinions, about yeah. coconut, but I don't mind if it's on something like a Scotch slice, what have you, like because I'm too lazy to scrape it off. <laughs> but you know, like I'm, I'm not. I would never pick a Snickers over a Mars. Is what I'm saying. What's that got to do with coconut? Snickers hasn't got coconut in it. Bounty. <laughs> Just, just, just put it in, it's fine. <laughs> Mutiny on the Snickers. Okay, that's, oh, that's God, the title of this episode. Ellipsis, <laughs> bounty, all caps, exclamation mark. <laughs> I'm not editing my game because otherwise it, it'll flow probably fine. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking I was eating a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it's fine. Mick Jagger. Excellent. Uh, Please do bring some coconut to... No, don't. Don't bring any coconut. I'm out of soap. 16. 16 avocados. I don't feel these are uniquely Australian, but... um... I will avocado. So yeah, I, mean, it's, it's, but no, it's, I like avocados. Again, it's like it's weird. They they very much those things. It's like, oh, well, you're a middle class person will have an avocado and some egg on toast. It's like, oh, you know, someone who knows where avocados are in a supermarket <laughs> and is prepared to let them ripen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's not really hard. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. So yeah, in fact, I, if it is hard, I don't need it. Exactly. <laughs> It it does it does note here that Australians love their avocados with their eggs and breakfast dishes. You can order a side of avocado with your eggs. Uh, yeah. The avocado is frequently included with the breakfast dish anyway, so it may well be that Australia is the origin point for the uh, ah. the for the fat. Apparently, okay. Aussies also have a fond for avocado and Vegemite on toast, which no, uh. no. Uh, there's just too much going on in that. There's there's too much, and I'm not interested in any of it. No. <laughs> do, do, do you like bread? I like bread. What would you like it ruined? <laughs> ruined bread. That's number 17. Ruined bread. 
I want is number seventeen. The Australianist food of all time is golden gay time. So, stop it. There's nothing funny about it. This is just an ice cream, Ben. It's toffee and vanilla ice cream dipped in chocolate and covered in biscuit pieces. Hosted by Rhoda Cameron and Richard Fairbrass. No. Do you remember Golden Gear Time TV? So apparently there's some other flavours available, including unicorn and pina colada flavour. Unicorn yeah. flavour, pina colada flavour. Um, and the, the company that makes them, Streets, uh, suggests that you treat a friend to one because, and I quote, it's hard to have a gay time on your own. They're not even trying to to not lean into it. I understand what they're doing, but oh. It's so hard to have a gay time on your own. It could be that grey chalk and biscuit coating. It's so hard to have a gay time on your own. It could be that smooth toffee ice cream in the centre. Or that whole delicious golden gay time taste. It's so hard to have a gay time on your own. Yeah, golden gay time. There you and go. that is the most Australian food, apparently. Apparently. Wicked. Vegemite at one end, golden gay time at the other. That's the... <sighs> well, I know which one you can show. taken out of the previous three minutes <laughs> as, as, as we head to the end of this week's summer roadshow in definitely Australia definitely it's been fun thank you very much to everyone who's got in touch on our patreons and stuff patreon.com don't let's chat and the people who share the podcast and uh, tell people about it we seem to be getting new listeners every week which is quite nice you know people jumping on yeah and no one's no one's leaving, which is even more baffling. Well, I'm sure they are. They're just not going like, "Good day, sir. I am leaving this <laughs> podcast," and then like slamming a door, recording it, and sending it to us on Twitter at Don't Let's Chat. I mean, frank, frankly, they should have been. But that's... I mean, if you are listening and you are leaving, please do that. Please record yourself slamming a door <laughs> in outrage. And do uh, allow for the time delay between there and us here in Australia. <laughs> and until next time, I have been Paul Robinson doing a tot. And I have been some beetroot. <laughs> good burgers! <laughs> oh, good burgers. Home of the good burger. Right, no. <laughs> I'm invincible. I'm paying money. Uh, the girl's happy. She's got no money. I got my rocks off. Oh, how good is this? What's all that about?